0: Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm looking at the popular practice of detoxing and whether or not the science supports it as an important part of maximizing your health and well-being. Welcome back to the show today. We are chatting detoxing, and this is the final installment of a three part series looking at detoxing in detail and just discussing the different elements of a commercial detox diet where you have a vague, often unnamed toxin that you need to get rid of. There's often toxins. And you get rid of them via method, again, not articulated by the program, just that you have to do a very strict protocol of cutting out foods or fasting or taking Laxatives or supplements, etc. And that apparently is the key to getting the toxins out of your body. Now, we also talked about the fact that most people are embarking on a detox diet to lose weight, although more and more people are concerned about environmental toxins or they're looking to treat some kind of disease or fatigue or gut problem with this sort of really short term. Detox uh, protocol, and that these protocols just really, really vary. And so, what I want to talk through is the dangers of a detox diet. There, there really aren't any benefits to them, and they are not backed up by any good science. The only benefit, if I was, you know, being fair and looking for pros as well as cons, is that a detox diet. Does encourage a reduction, but mostly an elimination, of ultra-processed foods. So foods that are typically high in energy, um, fat, sugar, salt, and very low in nutrients. So vitamins, minerals, and fiber. So these foods are, are frequently, probably all the time, cut out in a detox. Life. So reducing your intake of ultra processed foods just long term, not just for a detox, you know, three or seven days long-term is a really good thing, but it doesn't mean you can never eat them. It's just meaning we don't want them to make up the bulk of your diet. The other pro of a detox diet is that it frequently includes fruits and vegetables. Sometimes the detox site is really pedantic and particular about the types of fruits and vegetables that you're allowed to eat, which in my opinion can be quite confusing for people because they're like, oh, some vegetables are good, some are bad, some fruits are good, some are bad. No, they're all good for you and they're all great to be included. And you should be including them regularly, every day, not just for a while you're on a detox for three to seven days or longer. Obviously, improving your diet quality overall is going to be a good thing for your body. It's going to be great for your gut health. It's going to be good for your liver function. It's going to be excellent for weight management long term. There is really no detox that can make up for the fact that there's just general poor diet quality long term. And you, you know, in my opinion, you are better off just working on the habits that help maximize your diet quality every day rather than just going gung-ho into some crazy detox protocol. But there are actually a number of concerns with detoxing. And and overall, the paper that I have chatted about in the previous episode, I've linked to that again in the show notes if you're curious to read it. They suggest that there should be no health professional recommending the use of a a commercial detox diet. Um, And so here are the key problems. The first one is severe energy restriction. So pretty much every detox protocol requires some kind of fasting or because they've made quite strict rules around the types of foods that you are allowed to eat. As a result, you can't eat very much. And so you go from, you know, potentially eating around your daily energy needs or eating in excess of those energy needs, which is very easy to do, to then severely restricting energy while you're on this detox for the 3, 7, 21 days, however long it lasts. And severe energy restriction is a huge stressor on the body. Unfortunately, though, on top of that, because the diets restrict energy, because overall, the amount of food that you're eating is so severely reduced, is that not only is there an energy deficiency, but it restricts both nutrients and protein as well. So, you know, the average detox diet meets something like, ah, I can't remember the stat, it's in the paper, So, but it's a very small proportion of your daily protein needs is met by the average detox diet. So, you can't actually meet you know, your macronutrient needs or your micronutrient needs while you're on a protocol like this. So I would argue whether that's actually healthy at all because the whole point of eating and nutrition is to put nutrients into your body. Taking foods out and and leaving nutrients out and not getting enough nutrients is a hundred percent not going to be promoting health and in fact is just going to have long-term consequences. And so Right from the beginning, we should never be using detox diets long term ever because they just one will result in energy deficiency as well as nutrient and protein deficiency as well. Now, the rebound effects of severe energy restriction are a problem for a lot of people, and the study cites it as well as you know, you're being at risk of binge eating and then rebound weight gain after the energy restriction. Also, due to the restrictive nature of detoxes, they are essentially fasting protocols and extreme fasting puts you at risk of nutritional deficiencies, like I mentioned above, but also electrolyte imbalances, lactic acidosis, and in some cases, death. So look, the problem I'm finding with nutrition at the moment is that what started as a reasonably innocent practice with intermittent fasting, which had, you know, pretty good evidence base. It was the 5-2 protocol, low calories on two days a week, normal calories the rest of the week. I have just seen more and more restrictive, um, extreme protocols of fasting pop up. 21-day fasts, dry fast where you not have food or water. Right. It's just becoming absolutely ridiculous. And let's just be clear that if you do not eat sufficiently, you do end up dying. Like it is not a healthy practice to fast to extremes and to fast long-term. So just be really careful about what these programs and and things are, are making you do. The other challenge with commercial detoxes is that there's also a risk of overdosing on supplements, laxatives, diuretics and water. Now I talked about chemicals early on in the series in that detoxes like to classify chemicals as good and bad but the scientific community actually know that all chemicals naturally occurring or synthetic are just chemicals and it's the dose that makes the the poison and so too much water can actually kill you same with the other things you can overdose on supplements laxatives diuretics will all have very poor health consequences if you overuse them so be very, very careful about that. Just because a detox diet says one laxative is good, it doesn't mean three is even better. And from, in most cases, um, more of the supplement is never better than what's recommended. Finally, for many detox programs, they're actually either unapproved or unregulated. And so when it comes to the supplements, you are not necessarily getting what they say that you're getting because these are completely unregulated industries. So they might have an ingredients list on the packet, but you actually have no guarantee. There's no regulation saying that what it says on the packet is actually inside the bottle and that's what you're taking. So again, be really, really careful about programs that you buy online, supplements that you buy online. You really need to be buying regulated Supplement products, um, and chatting with an accredited practicing dietitian and your GP before embarking on anything of this nature. Because, like I've said, there's there's no scientific evidence to back it up. There's very little evidence that food and nutrition remove chemicals from the body. Outside of the body is just natural elimination methods that it uses to remove particular toxins from the body. Um, And and for the most part, you're better off maximizing your intake of foods, improving your diet quality, you know, getting your energy intake good so that your body is just genuinely functioning well so that then it can do its usual toxin elimination methods to the best of its ability. So in conclusion, there's no compelling evidence to support the use of detox diets for both weight management or toxin elimination. They're expensive, they make unsubstantiated claims, and they potentially have health risks and are often unregulated in the industry. What fascinated me is the conclusion of the paper, which is something that I've always felt myself. So it concludes that detox diets should be discouraged by health professionals And that there is no doubt the sustained healthy habits are of greater long term value than the quick fix offered by commercial detox diets. But what's really interesting, and the paper mentions it too, is why people are so drawn to extreme diets that have no proven benefit. What an interesting question. And I found this a super fascinating point. And it's a comment that the paper makes about human psychology and our desire for redemption and purification. Now, I'm a Christian woman and I believe in God and I've practiced Christianity for many years. And so I'm familiar with religion. I'm familiar with that part of spirituality. And I've seen in the past 10 years or so in nutrition, a culture and generation of people treating food and diet as a religion. There are you know, crazy messages pushed by zealots, you know, in influences online with their particular gender. Think Pete Evans with a cult following and, you know, the way that he promotes um, his nutrition ideas. There's guilt when you don't do the nutrition properly. There's cleanses and fasts to reset your metabolism and purify your liver and get rid of the toxins. You know, it sounds a lot like religion to me. And I just found it fascinating that this paper made the same correlation that I have been feeling for a a long time now. And so to finish off this series, I would encourage you to stop and think about why a detox diet might be appealing to you. And then just start to break down, what are you trying to achieve? What toxin do you think you need to eliminate? Start to really articulate that, like what is concerning you? And if you can't come up with concrete answers to these questions, then I'd suggest that you back away from the crazy nutrition woo and focus your energy on establishing habits, behaviors and routines that actually help you eat well every day within the broad nutrition principles that I've taught you on this show. And so if you'd like some clear structure and education to help you do that more consistently, then my program is for you. No woo, no restriction, no crazy food rules, just evidence-based everyday nutrition to help you eat well for the rest of your life. Well, have a fabulous day team. i hope you learned a thing or two about the commercial detox diet. Stay smart and savvy with your food choices team and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au.